the Smash Daily Podcast. Weekdays 4 to 6 on 107.1, the Big Z. Radio for the Riverbend. All right, anyone and everyone, what's going on? Big shout out, of course. Well, let me start that over. What's going on, anyone and everyone who might happen to be alive at this particular point in time? I tell you what, uh, I, I was I was eating ice. I'll tell you about that in a second. Big shout out to those listening in the spirit world. I miss you all. Huge howdy to the high holy three. And Triple J, I love you. I tell you, I love ice. Ice, like ice, you know, like snowball ice. That little crushed stuff like that, and then they pour the syrup in there. Oh, diabetic coma waiting to happen. I don't condone it, but every once in a while. Papa, I tell you, man, I love ice. And Sonic has great ice, all that little crushed ice, you know, that's kind of ice I like. See, I had ice... That's why I messed up the front of this, but that's all right. Here we are. But I went to Witch Witch. Got great sandwiches there. And Witch Witch has, like, really, really great ice. So I'm just, uh, you know, sucking on some ice. That's about it. Nothing you can do. 50 degrees outside, but bring on the ice. Smash with you here. What's going on, anyone and everyone? Hey, I tell you what. We got to say virtual banquet fundraiser. Virtual dinner, fundraiser, coming up. Tammy Ascaris, she's going to come in here. I hope that's the way she pronounces her last name. Tell us about that coming up. Talking football, the Carl Sides NFL Sides Line Report. Some stuff going on in football. And uh, by the way, big congratulations. And a touch of controversy, happy-go-lucky controversy. A big congratulations, L.A. Dodgers. They uh, won the World Series. Oh, I won a, war, a World Series match. It was like COVID series. It was a World Series. They, every one of the teams played the 60 games, you know, and then whoever got to the end got to the end, and then boom, you got your winner of the World Series. So anyway, we'll talk with Ed Wheatley on that. And then Ed Martin's coming up a little bit later on, too. And he's going to be talking election. So we got the conservatives on today. We got the liberals on tomorrow, and I tell you what, tomorrow is going to be good too with the addition of Super Soul Sister, Smart Sister T. She's going to be in here too with <laughs> with her attitude. There, <laughs> it will be great. So lots going on, man. I tell you what, there ain't enough time for for everything that's going on. I was telling 
Excuse me. Hold on for a second. I was telling a friend of mine when I was a Keishi, when I first came to town back in 88, um, used to get in there, used to wake up at 3.30 in the morning to do the morning show. And I'd get in there about 4.30 or so. And we didn't start to 5.30. And for that hour, I would go through St. Louis Post-Dispatch and USA Today. I mean, I would go through and you clip articles and you put them in the stack and that's what you talk about in the show. And now... You don't have to do none of that stuff. It's all right there on the internet. So if you got something you like that you want to purvey to the people listening, to your friends out there, well, it's all there. It is astounding. So thank you, Lord, I guess, huh? I don't know if you've seen it, but this uh, movie, Borat, has got some long title associated with it. Sasha Baron Cohen. I tell you what, when he was Ali G, I don't know if you guys watched that back when he was Ali G and he'd be tricking people and everything. <laughs> was hilarious. And the first Borat, he was tricking everybody. That was pretty hilarious too. But the subsequent uh, Borats, because they're all Borats, it's just kind of like, oh, okay. But this latest one here, the big controversy on it, is that they meaning Sasha Baron Cohen and his co-star, a young actress from uh, somewhere in uh, Eastern Europe, they got Rudy Giuliani, is at least the way that they're proclaiming it, you know, caught him in a compromising situation that they created to catch him in a compromising situation. So it's kind of like all coming down right now because they're doing the promotional tour and everything. And I tell you what, when they're doing the promotional tour, if you get to see it, like on one of the shows, and the uh, little girl actress, when I say little girl, I'm talking, she's probably about 25, something like that. And she's just kind of like staying off to the side as best she can, but every once in a while she's got to talk. And it's kind of like, well, I wanted to, you know, make this, uh, this money as an actress and help, you know, uh, bring up and to the fore my acting career. But I didn't know I was going to have to be deceptive in this particular situation. So in a way, she's kind of like, looks like she's embarrassed, but Sasha Baron Cohen Borat, he's not embarrassed at all. He's a little bit of the story. This is with Kennedy. Remember Kennedy when Kennedy was on MTV? This is with Kennedy. She's now one of these uh, political analyst types. Some could say that you were acting like Christopher Steele, that, that you were abstracting information and uh, because... You've got to be kidding me. I was acting, I was acting like Christopher Steele? That's what it sounds like when well, you, you look apologize. at the people... That, that... You, better, you better apologize for that. In case you don't know, this guy Christopher Steele that they're talking about, former spy, now private investigator, DOJ is doing a criminal investigation on him. He authored the secret dossier that was the trigger into... The um, feds investigating Trump's ties to Russia investigation on this guy said that he misled the FBI, lied to the FBI. That's a felony. That's five years in prison. I read from the New Yorker. The dossier painted a damning picture of collusion between Trump and Russia, suggesting that his campaign had accepted a regular flow of intelligence from the Kremlin, including intelligence on his Democratic and other political rivals. It also alleged that Russian officials had been cultivating Trump 
as an asset for five years and were working the dude, Trump, off this whole thing, making the president kind of a patsy to the Kremlin, their boy, if you will, or even if you won't. So in this collusion, they had a grip on Trump that forced him to be the puppet that he is being portrayed as on a constant basis for these three and a half years he's been in office. That's who Christopher Steele is back to the deal with Giuliani and Kennedy. Because you got to be kidding me. I was acting I was acting like Christopher Steele. That's what it sounds like when well, you, you look at apologize. the people. That, you, better, you better apologize for that. Rudy Giuliani appeared on Fox Business Channel's Kennedy Tuesday night, where he became enraged after being compared to the man who put together the infamous and questionable Steele dossier. What you are saying is an outrageous defamation of me, of my reputation. Every single thing is here, and I want you to look at it, and then you apologize to to me. Well, you can you can you can come to my office and you can look at it and tomorrow night you can apologize to me. Kennedy made the comparison as Giuliani repeatedly pushed uncorroborated allegations about Joe Biden's son Hunter that originally appeared in the New York Post. Giuliani supplied the Post with a story that most news outlets passed on due to concerns about credibility. Still, Giuliani took the comparison as a personal affront. I came on your show in good faith to give you evidence that is being withheld from the American people, and I get defamed. That's outrageous. All right. Are you still working on behalf I of the think president? Our, I think our interview. I think our interview is now over. I haven't even gotten. I don't the part talk to people who accuse me. Borat. And Giuliani may regret not actually ending the interview there because Kennedy did ask about his questionable appearance in the new Borat movie. Do you regret your interaction in the Borat movie? Now, that's a stupid question, isn't it? No, it's that's not really stupid, stupid at all. I, I have Just a 15-year-old daughter. I watched that, and I was, I was kind of grossed out by it. I tell you what, Giuliani in the Borat movie is cringe-worthy. I will say that. I think, though, they set the, the poor guy up. He fell for it, chumped out on his own. But he was creepy in his own way. I don't know if you want to see it. It's on Amazon Prime. <laughs> I saw it. And it's about as stupid as stupid can be. But they suckered Giuliani. And I think that that's what the whole movie's about. Getting to Giuliani. They're talking about trying to get to Trump. But getting to Giuliani to try to get to Trump, or they knew they weren't going to get to Trump. And so they tried to, you know, punk out Giuliani and... <sighs> He kind of went for it. You'd have to see it. Because he has a deal. Ah, I'll talk about, I tell you what. I'll bring more evidence tomorrow. And tomorrow at this time, I'll show you some other stuff with Giuliani as far as being in the Borat movie is concerned. All we're looking for is the truth, right, Jimmy Hall? Yup. Yup. That's right. Yeah, yeah. This is Jimmy Hall from the band Wet Willie. You digging the smash? Yeah. Wait a minute, baby, let me try to explain. Come on. You didn't hear what I said. Uh-uh-uh-uh. 
Smash right here, WBGZ 107.1 FMV, Big C. I tell you what, man, that's the kind of music I'm going to be jamming for you. Starting up this coming Saturday, brand new show on our sister station, My Mix 94.3, the best mix of the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. I'm going to start a show. I appreciate the guys, Lolo and the gang over there, allowing me to be amongst them. And it's a show going to play on Saturdays, 9 a.m. till noon. So when you wake up for your weekend, boom, digging the smash. That's the name of the show. And got nothing to do with me. It's got all to do with the music because it's music of the now, then, and the way back when. And every song is a smash. So you're going to be digging the smash starts this coming Saturday. Appreciate you listening right now. In a moment here, we're going to get you to a virtual dining experience, tell you how that's going to play. Uno momento, por favor.
listen to the Smash Daily Podcast anywhere, anywhere, anywhere. Google, Apple, Spotify, and the new home at Amazon Music. SmashDaily.com. Tell you what, that's a fantastic band, Rusted Root with Virtual Reality. That's what we're getting ready to get into here. WBGZ teaming up with the Riverbend Family Ministries, the young lady who's the executive director there, who started it up, what was it, about seven years ago, something like that, Tam? 13. 13? What am I thinking about that happened seven years ago? Moved to the new building? Well, we're planning on moving to the next to the oh, new building next year. Got another building? No, we've nice, just been baby. in this one for 13 years, yeah, I'm trying but to go I'm sure off. seven years ago was something awesome. Well, I'm uh, I'm just <laughs> trying to go off of my memory reading the uh, Everything on a Web uh, page yep. over Oh, there. we have seven nonprofits under one roof. Oh, no kidding. There's wow. that seven that comes in there. That might be. Yeah. Thanks for trying to save my rear on, I, that, I, on that one there. I, I want to make you look good. You're a wonderful young lady. Now, when I was presented, Smash, would you want to host a... A banquet that we're going to be doing. Yeah. All right. Beautiful. But the COVID comes in, all of a sudden we got to go virtual. Yeah. As far as banqueting is concerned. Luckily, the spot that we're going to be going from, I guess, is going to be involved. <laughs> go ahead, take care of your phone. Ain't no big deal. Uh, is right over here at the Post Commons, mm-hmm. right around the corner from the radio station. I went over there. Looking for what is uh, the begins with an H? The uh, folks who, who holders. Let me. They were out of town at the time. I talked with their kid. Their kid's the general manager over there. Uh, yeah. As far as the yeah, Dave cafe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dave. Mm-hmm. And uh, what a magnificent place that is. I mean, not only for the sake of dining and or drinking or whatever the case may be, cafe style, but they got great rooms for party setups and everything over there. And I'm thinking to myself, wow. When this COVID thing goes away, we can throw a huge party over in this place for everybody here in Alton and really have a good time. But we're going to do that coming up on the 5th of November, and that's going to be virtually speaking. Now, what is virtual as far as your definition is uh, concerned there? My definition of virtual is, you know, we usually have Three, four, five hundred people in a room. Yeah, and it's three hundred people. Three hundred of my favorite people that mm-hmm. all get to come together. But we can't this year yeah, because right of of everything sure. that's happening. And and so virtual is that you get to either you know gather your family or gather a few friends, sit mm-hmm. in your living room mm-hmm. with some hors d'oeuvres or whatever you want to have, <laughs> right and uh, watch Facebook Live. 
Um, if you're used to navigating a, a smart TV, we'll, we'll be streaming it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Z is going to stream it that night live as well. Uh, so there will be some different platforms mm-hmm. that you will be able to watch this virtual yeah. um, program happen. And like you said, it's hosted um up at the post with Hugh and Cheryl Halter, they will be our host, and you are going to be my MC. You That's are be good. You are going to connect Glad all to be. the dots, and I'm <laughs> Glad so to be. I am so happy that you've agreed to do that. It's 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 going to be a fun night. We've got some incredible talent coming out of New York. I mean, she mm-hmm. traveled with a Broadway troupe all over the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a voice a voice coach. She does some incredible music she's sung with stars and been on the oscars mm-hmm. and and she is starting our evening off with an incredible song she sent me the video today and you will she has set the bar oh really so she, this is uh, going to be a musical experience also i guess that's good dinner music is good to have when you're going virtual Maya might as well enjoy not only the you know the 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 setting for supper but it's supper and a song it is she is going to start this event off with a (laughs) a song that i had goosebumps on my goosebumps as they say um and she's really going to set the evening and then we have videos from some of our clients um and just how riverbend has impacted their lives some community leaders of how they've impacted. And normally we'd have those speak people speak at mm-hmm. the banquet. Mm-hmm. But this year, you know, you just have to get a little flexible. Right and you have to think outside the box. And so we just got all those people together and we videotaped them. And we have some incredible creative people um, within the Riverbend family and with Unseen Stars. Yeah. That are that are helping put this together, and then people like you and Nick and um, we call him the commander. Cheryl. I'll just call him Nick. All right. And Nick and you and you <laughs> and Cheryl and right. we will be speaking and tying all of those videos together, yes. and and we're just really excited. I think it's going to be a great experience. Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to the experience of doing this virtually because I've never done nothing virtually. You do virtual before. every day. What, this? You come into people's homes every day. They don't see you. Well, that's a good point. I didn't think of it uh, that way. You're virtual every single day. Virtual smash. Virtual, a new name. Yeah. <laughs> V-smash. V-smash. Yeah, there it instead is. of V-smash, V-smash. <laughs> wow, I never thought about that, but I guess uh, that's a virtuality to it, to yeah. all this uh, delivery. Yeah. So I've been doing this like 45 years. I've been virtual for 45 years and didn't know it till today. Pro. I have a pro coming in i wow, do okay <laughs> i got you covered there oh when nick asked me about doing this and told me about riverbend family ministries and then i looked it up and everything i thought man this is a good organization this is you know i go to family church over there in uh, chesterfield that's been my church for the longest yeah. time and uh grace church in in fairview when i'm not on this side of the river but uh, at family church we got a, a saying there honor god help people and so that's what you guys do. You help people, thus you honor God. And if you want to honor God, you help people. And that's what Riverbend Family Ministries does. When I read up on it, what Nick told me about it, I said, yeah, I'm in on this. And now it's virtual. It's kind of like this would be a magnificent experience to put forth 
an entertainment value, you know, because that's a yeah. challenge of, a, of sorts for me being an entertainer all these years, yeah. an entertainment value that uh, really I've never had to put forth before. I've, uh, I was the muscular district chairman uh, a couple, two, three years for the Jerry Lewis telethon back in Indiana. And that was kind of like, you know, had to run that whole thing. Well, you know, Nick said that you were going to be Jerry Lewis. Because we actually are going to have a phone hey, bank. Lady. <laughs> We're going to have a phone bank down oh, no at kidding. the Arvin building right. so that people can call in and pledge there just like a telethon. And so Nick good. and I decided that you were Jerry Lewis. So there you go. Easy. That'll be great. That'll be great. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Yes, sir. When people want to watch this, it's right there on Facebook? Mm-hmm. Just that simple. If they tune in to uh, the Riverbend Family Ministry Facebook page, it will be live on that page. And if you want to blow that up on your television or put it on your laptop, however you need to stream it. And many people have smart TVs now that they can just uh, throw that up, stream that up on on their television Mm -hmm. so it's larger, especially if you're going to get a few people together. you know, it's been can't get too many people together right yeah. now just because of 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 we're just trying to shut some things down right in, in uh, Region Four. However, you can still get a few of your friends together. Just yeah. do it safely, and yeah. we we are planning to get that message out that even though we may be shut down, crisis still happens. Mm-hmm. That's right. Families are still in crisis, sometimes more than ever right now, because they don't have the resources. Their resources have become limited. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of agencies aren't open for our homeless and our families of addiction and our families of poverty to even get help from. Mm -hmm. And so we've not seen families in crisis go away. Yeah even though we've seen resources go Mm -hmm. away. Mm -hmm. And so Riverbend has been very active in the fight of helping our families that are struggling through this crisis, um, not just on a daily basis, but just because of the extra stressors that they have in their life right now. Right on. Now, the saying is, bless and you will be blessed. And the beauty of it is, when you start up, whatever year it was, whenever you started up, You've been blessed from that moment because you've been blessing people. Blessing you will be blessed. And you've seen the growth. You're getting ready to move into a new building, you say? Mm-hmm. Where's that going to be? Right across the street. From where? From our old Oh, from the building, old building. Which is super cool because many of you that are that are listening know that yeah. um, I used to own TRs, which was a big coffee bagel place in the area. I read that about you, for yes. For years and years and years. Yeah. And it was in that building, in ah. the TRs building. Uh-huh. That this really need and this calling, if right. you will, to start Riverbend happened at a table yeah. um, with some friends mm-hmm. in the TR's building. Mm-hmm. And we moved across the street to the building we are now. Right on. We are moving back in to That's the old good. TR's building. How about that? That's pretty good. So huh? it's full circle. It's yeah. like people people have asked me, is it weird going back into the old TR's building? I said, no, it's like coming home. Yeah, exactly. This is where You're God started the vision right and on. for us to be able to go back and to continue this work um, in a building that is familiar and that we've just been blessed by the community mm. and just blessed by the work that happens. Yep. Um, it, it really is. It's like coming home. So let me ask you this. How yes. did you get into this? we got a couple, two, three minutes. How did you get into this? Did, 
Did something happen to you that put you in a crisis setting so thus you understand how to, shall we say, feel the feel of these folks who are in that situation? Because that happened to me. Yeah. And I totally understand what's going on. I'm always, you know, honored to be able to help people, you know? Well, I, I grew up in, in, in a household and environment that was not safe, uh-huh. um, was pretty dysfunctional. Yeah. There was a lot of, of violence. Mm. And um, I knew what it meant to not have adults that mm. had your back. I knew what it meant uh-huh. to know that not be able to trust an adult. Yeah. I knew what it meant to not have the voice or to be brave enough yeah. to come forward and say, this is my issue. Yeah. And that defined who I was as a teenager, mm. which then causes you to make trauma. It is a known fact. Oh trauma causes you to have yeah so you gotta get that no i'm so sorry <laughs> i love you trauma don't worry about actually it. causes you to have so many other issues yeah and once you can get through that and once you can realize that it's because of your trauma, it's not because you're a bad person. Right. It's because of the trauma mm-hmm. that has happened in your world. Yeah. And you see things with a different lens. Yeah. I'm popular right now. You see things yeah. with a totally different lens. I and know. I think as an adult with Riverbend, we see through a different lens. Ah, well put. Well we put. We see through a trauma-focused yeah, right lens. Yeah. And so when people walk into our building, it's what's your story? Not mm. what's wrong with you or why did you make that choice? Yeah. It's what's your story? Beautiful. Now we're going to put forth a fundraising effort. That's November 5th. We'll tell you more about it as we get closer to the date, but it's all on Facebook. What time are we starting it up? It is Thursday, November 5th, starts at 6.30. I thought it was 6.30, but yeah. I was going to say 7. I thought, no, I think it's 6.30. So that's going to be good. That's going to be good. But everybody to check that out. We'll tell you more about it as the days come near and everything. You're coming back on another day or two, right? I am. That's Tammy. How are you saying your last name now? Iscaris. Iscaris. You said it right earlier. I did. You, I was listening. I you did. you I had did. it right. Had it. I'll Smash, talk to you next thank time. Thank you so much. Glad to be a part of it. All cause... You ought to be blessing somebody because when you bless, you will be blessed just like we were talking a moment ago. This is Smash Daily, WBGZ Radio, 107.1 FM.
Boy, that was a big, big song as far as football is concerned back when I was a youngster. Speaking of youngsters, here is Carl Sides. It is time now, as is always on Wednesdays at this particular point in time, for the Carl Sides NFL Sides Line Report. How are you, sir? I'm fine. How are you doing this afternoon? I'm cool, man. I'm worried because it's starting to come to the fore. This is what I thought in the first place. Yeah, I didn't say nothing to nobody because I don't want nobody thinking. You know, I thought uh, you know, you know, I was like a, a you know genius or nothing like that because I ain't. But this is what I thought: Dallas Cowboys. I thought when Jerry Jones hired Mike, uh, what's his name, as the coach, former uh, Green Bay Packer, what's it, Mike? Uh, whatever his name is. Anyway, I thought that's the wrong hire. That's the wrong coach. For this Dallas team. Now the Dallas team is like what? Two and five on the season or something like that. But they're still like almost at the front of the division. Mike McCarthy I think is his name. That's right. That's yeah. Right. Yes, Mike sir. McCarthy. That's right. And I'm thinking this ain't the coach for the Dallas Cowboys. What you think? I agree with you. I didn't. I did. You know it's a, it's a splash because it's a big name. But I didn't think he was the right guy to motivate right. the right. Cowboys. They're, exactly. They're a prolific team. They're. Got a lot of egos there. He had trouble dealing with one ego and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Um, and you're going into you're going into a, a storm with yep. all the egos that you've got floating around there. Starting with Jerry and, Jones. Yeah, there's your biggest ego in the <laughs> yeah. league right there. And then right. you got Ezekiel Elliott, Dak Prescott. Um, you know, it just and just keeps going. Amari Cooper. I mean, it's just crazy there. Yeah. And you know, it you're, it was just not. It wasn't a good. It wasn't a good idea. Yeah. At all. Yeah. So now, what happened with um, Dak Prescott? Of course, we know he's out, but uh, what's the name of the kid that uh, used to play Andy with him? Dalton. Andy Dalton. Yeah. What, he had a concussion or something, right? What happened to that guy? Right. And he's had that issue going back to Cincinnati. You know, he was in concussion protocol all the time. So, yeah. you know, he was one good hit away from hitting the concussion protocol again in Dallas. Here so it's is. like, okay, so you lose Prescott for the year. Yeah, Dalton's out for at least four or five weeks. Yeah, Now you're down to who, the guy that usually uh, cleans the turf that's playing quarterback <laughs> now because right they're just, it's just, it's not good. I yeah. mean, they're, they're, I thought the Jets were bad. Yeah. Now Dallas is, you know, hovering around their territory because yeah. they're, they may be a, a game or a game and a half out of the first place, but they are going to drop like a rock. Yeah. Yeah, and how angry must Jerry Jones be because he built that temple of a stadium and they haven't done anything as far as major victory is concerned in that place since the beginning? No, and it's it's, it's he, he, he's got a loyal following, though, because those people are forking yeah. out three times face value yep. for tickets to go to that, that, yeah. that show and see such a, a poor quality of play on the field. Yeah, I mean it's it, it. They're getting ripped off, is what they're doing. What happened to Zeke Elliott? You know, because that guy was like uh, like a great runner, but now he's fumbling balls and not really 
amassing the yards that he used to? Something happened to the guy or what? No, it's just I, I think it's a concentration thing. I yeah. think they're I think they're they're all just like, you know, they've realized that they have an issue and it, they're not gonna win and yeah. they're just not thinking about it. So mm-hmm. he takes his mind off of it, he starts throwing mm-hmm. dropping the ball, fumbling the ball. It's just it, it just all trickles down. We slide over the New England Patriots and uh Belichick uh benches Cam Newton and you know the the thing that's going around is the Deion Sanders thing where Deion a couple years ago was saying, Hey, Cam Newton, quit with the crazy look, quit with the high fashion, shall we call it, the haute couture, and get yourself some wins. When Broadway Joe Namath said, I'm gonna win the Super Bowl, he did it. So everybody said, Yeah, go on and put on your mink coat. Nobody cares because you're badass. But Cam Newton has not done anything, and yet he is, like, putting forth the pomp and circumstance like he's of a princely nature in the game, but he's not. Yeah, he's not. He's he, he's all about the Cam show Yeah, and not about the New England Patriots, and it's showing, and, the, yeah. and Belichick sees it. That's why he put him down. Um, you've got to put the effort forward. I mean, mm-hmm. it's you, – Granted, you have Julian Edelman. That's your only target. Yeah, right. That's your only weapon. Right. But you're also a running quarterback. So roll the pocket out. Make time. Mm-hmm. Do things to make your job easier. Mm-hmm. And like you said, get the wind. Yeah. We're not here to see your press conferences and your your GQ fashion show. We <laughs> want to see you on the field do something. Yeah. Because right now, it's not cutting it. Exactly. So. Do you think Belichick, uh, Bill Belichick, is like crying every night that he got rid of Garoppolo? I don't. I don't think he's crying that he got rid of Jimmy Garoppolo because Jimmy he's hot and cold too in San yeah. Francisco. Yeah, I guess. Um, so. I think. Yeah. I think he's really upset that Tom left. Yeah. Because um, now you see Brady just excelling in Tampa Bay. Yeah, righto. And you know it's in. Yeah, that would give me nightmares mm-hmm. if I was Belichick. How about but, the? Uh, how about the addition of Antonio Brown there at Tampa Bay? What do you think that's all about, and what's that going to do? Oh, that is Coach Tom Brady doing what he needs to yeah. do to get him to the Super Bowl. <laughs> that is Coach Tom Brady, isn't it? Yeah, and honestly, I just I saw him do an interview where he said it was the coach and the general manager's decision, and he didn't object to it. Yeah. I was like, dude, this was all you. <laughs> you're yeah. bringing everybody in yeah, right. that you're comfortable with yeah. that you can take to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And if I'm Mike Evans, the existing number one, I'm pissed. Yeah, I guess so. But it's Brady, so how pissed can you be? Uh, I can be real upset. You know, I'll take my Super Bowl <laughs> ring and ask for be traded to a competitor yeah. next year where I don't have to deal with all this stuff. Because I'm going to tell you what, Antonio Brown, yeah, he's a good receiver, yeah. but he's a problem in the locker room. Yeah. And that may be the one person that Brady brought in that will hinder you getting mm-hmm. to the Super Bowl. See, I think that he is – I don't know what the word is, but he is like indebted to Brady because Brady brought him back in the game and brought him back to a high echelon of viewership, shall we say? Yeah, and that's and he. And I think he's he, loyal to a T on the field. He owes the Brady. Is Antonio Brown has to go home after the game, uh, and that's where he gets in trouble. Uh, good point. <laughs> good point. So now, as far as the league is concerned. 
How's that Phoenix team looking? Because I tell you what, man, they surprised the Seattle Seahawks and really played them, wound up beating them and everything. And is this kid, I can't remember the quarterback's name, but is this kid? Kyler Murray. Is he kind of like looking for real to you? Yeah, Kyler Murray was great in college. Yeah. And Oklahoma. I figured it would take him two to three years to really come onto the scene. Yeah. And, and honestly, be like Russell Wilson, you know, a scrambling quarterback that whips it down the field. Yeah. And and the one thing that made Kyler Murray this year yeah. was DeAndre Hopkins. Uh-huh. When they fleeced the Texans and got their number one wide receiver for nothing. Yeah. And he and if you watch that game closely, every time he gets you know, he he's looking at DeAndre Hopkins first. Yeah. That's why that guy gets so many targets and so many catches because he's looking at him first. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, he's the real deal and it's the NFC West is the strongest conference in football. Yeah, right. From top to bottom. Righto. Let me ask you about because uh, you are in the Hall of Fame, NFL Hall of Fame, there in Canton, there in the fans division. Because when Carl puts on his Ram Man outfit, it's like no other as far as the. I don't want to call him whacked out, but uh, shall we say showmanship fans are concerned? How is how is L.A. handling two football teams in that SoFi or whatever it's called, the brand-new stadium that Kroenke put up there? Um, right now they don't have to really worry about it because there's only really one. Uh-huh. <laughs> they don't acknowledge the Chargers yet because they haven't yeah. really done anything. Yeah. Um, see the but Chargers I, But leaving? I do say they've got the up-and-coming, up the next Kyler Murray, the up-and-coming quarterback with a bear. He's He is – looking really good. Mm-hmm. They're only a couple people away, and then they're going to be contending with Kansas City. Yeah. But honestly, the, the stadium so far is a beautiful stadium. The yeah. place is gorgeous. Yeah. And they have it set up for both teams. Mm-hmm. Um, both teams have their own locker rooms. Plus, you have the two visit, you have a visiting locker room and an official's locker room. So mm-hmm. you have the Chargers will always use their locker room. The Rams will always use theirs. The Chargers being the uh, tenant having to pay rent. Yeah, their locker rooms are quite a bit smaller than the Rams, but <laughs> right it is their locker room. Yeah, huh? Anything I'm missing? Um, the since you brought the Rams up, yeah. um, two quick things. First thing, um, if I'm to to a to a Valoa yeah. from Miami, Miami, I'm calling my agent and complaining because they're going to start me yeah. against one of the best defenses in football in Aaron Donald. Mm. He should call Nick Foles and ask him how it worked out for him on Monday night. Yeah, yeah, good point. But, <laughs> but I mean, that's why he was employed, and that is to play those teams. Yeah, and if that's why you got to kick it off. This is the one week you don't want to be the starting quarterback <laughs> in Miami. Right. Um, and that being said, yeah. with Tua taking the job away from Fitzpatrick, who's a little disgruntled for losing his job when he's winning football games, yeah. If I'm Ryan Fitzpatrick, I'm reaching out to my agent and giving a call to Jerry Jones and saying, hey, you need a quarterback, don't you? Good point. Very good point, man. That would be something that happened, wouldn't it? That's I would definitely pursue that if yeah, I was the Cowboys so. and if I was Ryan Fitzpatrick. Right on. It's the Carl Sides. That's Carl. NFL Sides Line Report, buddy. We do it every Wednesday right about 445, leading into the 5 o'clock news break and everything. With appreciation, sir. Tell Tony I said hi. I will do that, sir. You take it easy, and I will keep it down between the hash marks. You got it. That's Carl Sides. Smash Daily, WBGZ. It is news time. Touchdown! You got to be a football hero. You get along with the beautiful girls. You got to be a...
touchdown. Get her, you bet. If you wanna get a baby to bet, the fact that you are rich or handsome won't get you anything in Paris. You gotta be a football hero to get along with the beautiful.